This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Now the question is about a ladle, right? Ladle that you take your soup with. What's the halakha with a ladle? How do you consider that? So over here, there is uh, two scenarios. Two that are three. One scenario is if you let the ladle on the fire, you put, let's say you have a soup in there, chicken soup, and you leave the ladle in there for a few seconds, and the, and the soup is boiling. So that ladle that's, that's inside the soup is also considered clearly shown because there's no difference between that and the pot itself. It's sitting there, and the, the soup is boiling. So it's boiling in, inside that uh, that ladle as well, that would be also considered clearshot. So when you remove that and you spill it over, and let's say you spill it on uh, on on a dairy on a dairy uh, plate, so you spilled from a clearshot to a dairy plate, that becomes problematic, right? But if you just put something very quick, you put it inside and you take it out right away, we didn't have the time yet to get hot. So then it would be considered that little klishani, and it would be more kal. This is how the, uh, the Primagadim brings down the Tzemach Tzedek. There are uh, various poskim that explain that. Yes, let's repeat that. We, when you have a ladle, you have two scenarios. One is that you'll take right away with the ladle, put it in, take out the soup, and spill it, and whoops, you spilled it into something that's dairy, whether it's a plate that's dairy or something else. In that case, that you took it in and out right away, just a second, put it in, just the normal way, usually you put it in and you scoop out. That's the normal way of taking things out. If that's the case, if that is the case, then you could be lenient considering that Kli Sheni. Kli Sheni. We'll see soon uh, cases of Klirishon and Klishani, and when the, that, uh, that would come about. Then you have another scenario of that, and that is leaving the ladle inside for a few seconds. If you left it there for a few seconds, what happens is the whole soup is boiling even inside that ladle. So that itself becomes Klirishon. You don't need the rest of the pot. That itself becomes Klirishon. In that case, if you take it out then, and you spill it on top of such a plate that's dairy, you just, uh, you just caused a problem. And you'll, you'll need to be machshil, the plate, or whatever it was spilled on. What happens if it stayed there not very quickly, and you didn't leave it there uh, for that long? Which means, very quickly we said, you put it in and put it out. That's it. Long means you left it there for a few seconds until it was boiling in there as well. What happens if you left it there for a couple of seconds, two, three seconds, you just looked for the right thing to take, and you found it, and by the time you find it, there were already uh, past few seconds. Over here, it becomes a question in halacha, and what the poskim bring to do. This is what they say. This is how the Chazonish writes. This is how the Oletzion writes. That it depends if your soup, or whatever it is, but we're talking about soup right now, if your soup is on the fire or not. If your soup is on the fire, 
it will become a soup. Because while it's on the fire, it, the fire constantly feeds heat into the soup, into the pot, and it's very, very hot. You put the ladle in there, and you leave it there for a couple of seconds. That becomes also clearishon. But if it's not on the fire, since it cools down a little slowly, slowly, and it doesn't actually feed it heat, such a thing would be, uh, would be permitted. Okay, we'll see, we'll, we'll, we'll leave the, this, we'll, let's leave the question soon. Let's just run through some more things, and then we'll take all the questions needed. Is, is yeah? There, is there any particular difference between a, a, a nice big serving spoon and a ladle? No, no, as long, same yeah, same thing. Same thing. Okay. Um, so, look, on the paper we touched right now various things. We touch at so let it book Lirishon Klishani and Ladle. Now, before we touching a Bishula Laesh and Nata Laesh is basically what I what I introduced to you at the beginning, and that is something that's actually mevushal, something that's cooked, as opposed to something that's not cooked. Rather, it was um, it was nesal, it became forbidden through other ways. Like, for instance, soaking and everything else. And we'll touch on that very soon. I just wanted, in the, in the 10 minutes left, before I give out some questions, I want to take, take you through the Nat Barnat. Nat Barnat, you see that? On the second page is Nat Barnat. Nat Barnat is a very, very common question in the kitchen, and we need to understand that concept very well. Nat barnat is something very important to understand. Okay? So, when we're dealing with nat barnat, we're dealing with a big machloket Faradim and Ashkenazim. And it's a little bit detailed. You need to listen closely. What is nat barnat? Nat barnat is something, again, that comes again and again in the kitchen. Let's understand what it is. Nat barnat, the words nat barnat, is abbreviation of noten tam bar noten tam. Noten tam means it gives taste. It gives taste. Bar noten tam, bar means like a son. Bar mitzvah, a son of mitzvah. Bar yochai. Rabbi Shimon bar yochai. Rabbi Shimon, the son of yochai, right? Bar means a son. Notentam, the son of Notentam, which means it's a second, uh, second taste. It's not the first taste, it's the second taste. Aftertaste? Not aftertaste. Second taste. Let's see what it is. Let's see what it is. I'll give you a scenario so we can all understand the very basics. You have right now a pot. A pot that is, let's say, a meat pot. Let's say that you have a meat pot right now cooking on the stove. And it's a meat pot that was used within 24 hours with meat. We didn't touch upon that yet. That's something that's called Ben Yomo and not Ben Yomo. We'll see that as well. But first of all, we need to understand that idea that you have something that is cooking on the fire and the pot is absolutely clean, but you just use it within 24 hours. That's called a pot that's ben yomo. You just use it. When you put now a potato, let's say, inside that pot, there's only water in there. It's a meat pot. 
five, five hours ago, you cooked meat in it. You cleaned it very well. Now you put water in it. You want to cook, a, you want to cook potatoes for mashed potatoes. You take those potatoes, you put them inside and you cook them. Those potatoes become meat or they don't become meat. That is the question that we're dealing with when we're dealing with nat balnat, which means like this. When, let's, let's, let's see, let's go into details. When you use that pot with meat, what happened? The meat gave taste to the pot. The meat traveled, the taste travels into the pot, and now the pot becomes absorbed with meat taste. That, meat, that pot becomes a meat pot. You can't cook in this milk, because it's a meat pot. Since it's a meat pot, you can't cook in this milk. If you cook now potatoes in that pot, what happens is that meat that got absorbed, which is a taste, first taste, that's the first noten down, goes now out of the pot and travels into the potato. And this is not barnat. It's a first taste and a second taste. What's the first taste? From the meat to the pot. What's the second taste? From the pot to the potato. Okay, again, you have right now a pot, and that pot was used just recently with meat, five hours ago. So it's a meat pot, ben yomo. It has in it a good flavor of meat that's absorbed into that pot. And you clean it very well, because if you don't clean it very well, and you're left in the some meat, so you have meat going into, actual meat going into the potato. But if you cleaned it very well, what happens is the potato that you put in there only gets the flavor that comes out of the meat pot and travels to the, the potato. With that, you have what we call nut bar nut. Second taste. Second noten tam. When you have a question of nut bar nut, it becomes a question, when are you allowed to take that potato and eat it together with your yogurt, put it inside the, you know, you want to put, you want to put cheese over it, make some kind of uh, delicious cheese uh, potato uh, meal. Can you do that or not? Over here, we found a machloket sfaladim and ashkenazim. If you cooked the potatoes, not having in mind to put the cheese on it, you, have, you wanted to make, like we said before, you wanted to make, um, you wanted to make a mashed potato, that's it. You wanted to make pere, mashed potatoes. Then you said, you know what? Uh, I'm more in the mood to make for tonight potatoes with cheese. Cheese on top, cook it like that. It's going to be delicious. I'll take it out of the pot because I can't put the cheese while it's on the pot. I'll take it out. I'll put the cheese on it. I'll put it in the oven to bake. I'm not a cook, but let's say that's the way it would come out good. Um... What happens then? Is that permitted or not? Shkenazim say that's not permitted. The only time you can permit such a thing is only if it was done already, then you can permit. But you can initiate such a thing. So how would you have such a thing happening? Either you forgot that you made it in the, in the fleshy pot, in the meat pot, or um, your husband came home, right? And he took it out and he puts it inside. All faults in the kitchen, by the way, is always the husband's. Always the husbands. <laughs> That's why Rachel needed a child, because up to then they blamed her. Once she had a child, 
She was able, Rashi says it, she was able to, to blame all her faults on her child. So husbands are always at fault. And children. Um, so what happens was, he took that, uh, that potato and put cheese on top of it. He put cheese on top of it. Now, is that permitted? Even Ashkenazim would permit it because it became bidiavad. It was done already. Sfaradim can put it lechatchila, which means if you didn't have that in mind. But can you do that? Can you cook the potato inside, a meat pot, in order to put the cheese on it afterwards? That's a big machloket. We hold the halacha, most poskim hold the halacha, I can't do that. You can't have in mind, I'm cooking potatoes, and eventually I'll take them out and put the cheese on top of it and bake it in the oven. Can't do that. Chacham held very strong that you could. That you could. He was very lenient about that. So if one wants to be lenient like Chacham very good. Which means, you have in mind right now to cook such a potato with cheese. But, you don't want to, cl- you don't want to clean your, uh, your dairy pot. However, that says no problem. Cook it in a meat pot and put cheese afterwards after you take it out of the pot. No problem. Most poskim don't hold like that. You can't have in mind that you're cooking it in order to put cheese on top of it. But if it was done already, once you cooked it, and then you change the, the dinner, right? You change the recipe, then it's permitted. Ashkenazim would even be machmir more than that and say, no, you can't even change the recipe. You, this is stuck already as, as something that is meat and you can't use it anymore with dairy. You can't use it with dairy. Unless it got mixed together. It got mixed together, that is fine. Now, this question of nat bar nat is a very common question in many different scenarios. Not only in, the, in, the, in what I spoke to you right now, in this very case. And just keep in mind that Nat Barnat is always a question in different ways. For instance, let's say that I gave you the most simple case that it goes, the taste goes to the pot first, and then from the pot to the potato, which is the food, which means first taste, the first notentam was to the pot, to the kelly, second notentam to the food. What happens if it goes in reverse? First it goes into the food and then into the kelly. Does it make the kelly a soup? That's a question that we found in the Poskim. There's Machloket, Prima Gadim and Chavodat. Do you say not bar not while it's on the fire? Which means like this. Let's say you have on the fire a pot. And in the, in the pot you have a potato cooking. But what kind of pot? It's a bar of pot. No problem. You're all, you're all good in cooking that potato. And what happens is a drop of milk, or more than a drop of milk, or uh, uh, spilled on that pot from outside. So do you say, no problem, it's not barnat. First taste into the pot, second taste into the potato. Again, it's not barnat. Or, do you, or you don't say that because it happens at once while it's on the fire. Not barnat means the stages. First it goes into the pot, as we explained before. It becomes first notenta. Then after you take it out, you put a potato in there and you're cooking, and that becomes second time. Or can you say that at once? While you're cooking the potato, milk goes into the pot, and from to the pot into the potato, that becomes not barnat. Just keep that in mind that there's a machloket, why am I throwing all these things? Because when you have such a thing happening, you'll know you'll have a question. Maybe it's permitted, maybe not. There's, t- there's two kinds of, uh, there's three kinds of people. There's those that say everything is a soup. They have in the kitchen 
uh, section that all the treif uh, kelim are there. <laughs> where be'etzim could be that most of them or all of them are kosher. Those that say that everything is okay, right? Those that say that everything, all good, don't worry about it, it's all good. And those that have questions. So if we, if, if we know what's a question and what's not a question, we can address it much better. Let's just explain what is Ben Yomo and what's not Ben Yomo. You'll see on the paper Ben Yomo. Ben Yomo means it was used within 24 hours. Something that was used within 24 hours is, makes the keli, which means you take a utensil and you cook it with meat. For 24 hours, the meat that got absorbed into the utensil, into the pot, the pan, whatever it is, it has a good taste in it. And therefore, if you cook milk in it by mistake, cheese, whatever it is, you put pizza in it, and you... and, and you cook that way, you bake that way, since it had a good taste, you take a tray that was cooked meat, chicken, you washed it very well, and then, uh, by mistake, you throw some pizza on top of it, right? After 23 hours, you put some pizza on it, and you bake it like this. And then you realize, well, didn't I just bake yesterday meat? Well, you look at the watch, and you see it was less than 24 hours, so that tray is Ben Yomo, and then you have a problem. You'll have a problem. We'll see how to deal with that problem. First of all, concepts. First of all, concepts. We, we, a few minutes, we'll take questions, yeah? First of all, concepts. If it's Eino Ben Yomo, which means 24 hours passed, so that part doesn't give any good... It doesn't have any good flavor within it. It doesn't have any good taste. It's already a ruined taste. It's called Pagum. Tam Pagum. Which means a ruined taste. The flavor is already... Uh, not good, it's foul. And it doesn't have the ability to make the pizza meat. It's no good. It, the, your pizza would be kosher. The tray would have to be machshir because you just cooked on a meat tray. Uh, dairy, that you can't do. But the pizza itself would be good. Those are the basic, basic, basic concepts. I want to give you... I, I want to give you some questions that I prepared just to go through some... Uh, basic things that people constantly ask, and then we'll take another few minutes of questions. First of all, a question. Question. A person spills water from the urn into a cup in order to make coffee. He went to the urn, he spilled the water into the cup, he wants to make coffee. He puts the milk inside, and then he realizes that the cup he was using, it's a, it's a, it's a clay cup. Not, not glass, clay cup. He took that and he suddenly realizes it's a meat cup. Ooh, you, you just put milk in it. And it's hot. You put your finger in it to find out if it's yatsoledet. We said, first question is yatsoledet. Is it yatsoledet? You put your finger in it. Can't put your finger in it. You put just a little bit of milk. You just started pouring the milk. Few drops and all of the sudden you realize. Boom, it's a meat cup. You spill out the cup. And, and, and the, 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 the coffee, and then you have a question. What's my cup status now? It's mutal, it's asu. What's the answer to this question? It's mutal, what should I do? Does he need agala? Maybe you can do agala, it's a clay cup. Or can you wash it and use it again? Let's say there was more than shishim. There was, a there, there was less than shishim. It became, you put enough milk. 
Let's say it was, it was there for enough seconds. Second is a question in Allah, does it make a difference seconds or not? But let's say it was there for, for a good enough time that it get, can, get, can get absorbed. You're saying that what? It's mutawa su? No, it's asur. Asur, everybody say that it's asur, universal. Asur, you take the cup and you put it in the garbage. Very good. So we have, we have the concept, very good, we have the concept called, that we learned, of Kli Shani. We said that you have to know two things of every question. The very few, two, the, the first two things you, that needs to come up is, is it Yatsoledet? And is it Kli Rishon or Kli Shani? If it's Kli Shani, you could be more lenient. Now, coffee itself, don't keep on drinking. First of all, it's a fleshy cup, it's a meat cup. So, even if you want to spill it to something else, if it's a cheap coffee, you can make another one. We said that better not to use. Better not to use. If you paid for that coffee, today they sell coffee already, it became very expensive. You bought something very expensive. That's your only coffee that you have left and you have to have it. No, no. So you spill it to another cup and you drink it. But the cup itself does not become a soup. Why not? Because it's a cliché. Cliché. Second, well, yeah, on that you'll be lenient. On that you'll be lenient. Although the Arsh Kenazim, they'll be machmir much more when it comes to clay, and since it's Klishani, that you'll find a Shach and Taz in the beginning of Kufay. Can I just yes. say something? Yes. Yes. Second. Second case I want to I want to present to you. You you come to your fridge, you open your fridge, and you see that milk spilled into the eggs carton. So you say to yourself, first of all, you say you see that it's it's there already for a while. It's been already there for a while. You ask your husband, he just came from uh, from work. He says, no, it's there already for two days already. The eggs are. The eggs are sitting in that milk already for two days. Why didn't you take it out? What's the difference? Eggs. Can you take those eggs, wash them, peel them, and put it into your chamin, into your children? Are they raw or cooked? They're raw. So what are you saying? It's your only eggs. If not, you don't have eggs for Shabbat. On your children. Some people have to have eggs. Huh? Does it get absorbed? All cold. It's cold. It's not clearishon. It's not, it's not yet soledet. So over here, cold. Everything is cold. Oh, oh. So we said before that there's a concept called kavush. We didn't learn that yet, but I mentioned before there's a concept called kavush, which means something that gets soaked something that gets pickled, something that sits in a liquid for 24 hours becomes like that. And although the egg has a shell, and you want to you peel it and throw away the shell, the halakha says that the shell is holy and, the, and, and it goes through. And if you, right? Porous. In, in correct English. Porous. In simple English, it has holes. In <laughs> if I say porous, nobody understands what I'm saying except one person. <laughs> yes. 
fine if you have um, meat pots that are dirty meat pots and you put them in the sink and you run water in them. Let's say to soak, it should be easier to clean. And then you have a dairy pot. Everything's cold. You're just stacking them in the sink to soak, to wash. But you got tired. You went to bed. You came back tomorrow. Now, is my pot a problem? Absolutely. If, and not tomorrow. 24 hours. Not tomorrow. 24 hours. If it's there for 24 hours, you left it for 24 hours yeah. with meat and, and water, right? You put the water in order to, uh, to take the grease out of the, of the pot. And inside that pot was a dairy pot also. After 24 hours, the dairy, meat goes... Dairy spoon. Dairy spoon, whatever it is. But what if you put the soap? Doesn't the soap kind of like... Oh, so we learn about soap soon. There is such a thing called soap that makes it bagum. What you're saying is correct. We didn't learn about that yet. Yes. Um, what if you have a glass tray, like a pirate, that you put in the end? And you wash it and cook the Right, so we will learn the different utensils. Glass, according to Sfaladim, does not absorb, whether it's Pyrex, Duralex, whatever it is, even things that go in the fire, in the, in the, in the oven, they don't absorb. According to Ashkenazim, this big machloket by Ashkenazim, um, do they absorb or not? Maybe it's only for Pesach that it's so severe, according to the Rema, that maybe it has a din like a clay. Yeah. Potatoes. So potato potato. Like, do you have to wait six hours now? Which means with the pot that you mean, which scenario? If I want to eat a boiled potato plate, I'm not adding cheese, I'm not adding anything. Is it now considered meat and I have to wait six hours or not? You mean you cooked not it in a, meat pot. in a meat pot? So I want to ask you a question. Can, do you need, anybody knows the answer to this question? You it's took a potato, you cooked it. Meat, meat pot. No, we said you can even put it together with dairy. That much you can do. The question is, but definitely it's not strong enough that you'll have to wait six hours. Yeah, uh, we'll see about waiting six hours. It's very limited. It's not so pashut uh, to be to be uh, to wait six hours on every scenario. We'll see. Um, yeah, yeah. Another question. Yeah. yeah. What if you take the in the oven? I have a meat oven. Okay, so we'll touch on that as well. That um, we'll see that when you cook something in a meat oven, what is the issue with the oven? What's the problems with the oven? And just to address your answer directly, is you shouldn't eat it together with the dairy, but it doesn't make you meat. We'll see why. When we understand why, we'll be able to implement on different cases, not only on the, this very, very case. Yeah? yeah? I had a question when I was cooking up tonight. I have a cookie sheet that is usually used for kosher, and I wanted to put, I don't have a dairy cookie sheet, so I wanted to put dairy cookie dough on the flesha cookie sheet. Can I wrap that cookie sheet in tinfoil and then put dairy dough on top and keep the status of the cookie sheet? You just wrap it in aluminum foil? Yeah, just double layer aluminum. Okay, so... It, it, it's it's a dairy, and you want to keep flesh and mamash dairy cookie. Butter, right, right. Yeah. So the problem with that, when you do that, we just explain. That's a good question. That's no gear what we, we explain right now. Do you say in such a case not barnat, which means the the cookie is dairy, it has butter. The butter will travel to the sheet itself and make that 
you absorb uh, dairy into that. Yeah. And from the that, you would go into the tray, right? You go into the tray. Do you say? Right. So you have over here two. One is from the butter to the wrapper. Second, from the wrapper to the tray. You have over here not barnat. Do you say not barnat in such a scenario? So we said over here. Let's see one. Let's see one first. When you have one. Um, what happens is it travels to the to the tray. Do you say in such a scenario not barnat? Mimele also same thing. It, it, the, the the meat that's absorbed in the in the in the tray would not travel to the cookie. Do you say such a thing? We said over here it's not so pashut because it's while cooking, while cooking or while baking, and it's not in two steps. Maybe you don't say not barnat. It would be more strict. But when you have two layers, like you're explaining right now, it will be more lenient because it can't travel that much. So, but you have to be careful that it's really um, wrapped well, that it's not many times things that you wrap can still, um, can still come out if it's, if, it's, uh, if it's watery, if it's liquidy, if it's oily. Sometimes it could spill out and then you have a problem. If it's completely dry, it would be fine. Yeah. Why would the, the tinfoil make any difference? In, in other words, I'm not the rabbi, but in my cooking lady imagination, yes, the the tin foil is exactly as hot as the pan. There's no, in my mind, there's no it's difference a, between the, the top of the tin foil and the. It's a barrier. It's, 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 it's a barrier. It's a barrier. It's a certain temperature to absorb it. Yeah, we talk, we're talking about that it's hot. We're talking that it's hot. Yeah, but it has to travel. Does it, does it, does it travel? What's the difference? No, what's the whole lot of difference between the tinfoil and the pan? We just explained that there's a, there's a concept that it travels. So it travels from this, and then it goes to the next thing. Once it goes to the next thing, it's called tam kalush. The taste that travels becomes weak. Once it becomes weak, it's not a sur anymore. Now, when you have such a thing that travels, number one, number two, it's wrapped two times, and from here it needs to go now to the, to the pan, that's already a big travel. Big travel. If the, again, if there's no, if it doesn't, if it's just the flavor, if just the taste that travels from one keli to another keli, that's called tam kalush. It's even less than nat barnat. It's three tamim over here. Three tamim is not something you can uh, be yourself. There's something. There's some. There's something in the kitchen called parchment paper. Okay. Um, that you can also put. Like you can wrap food in it, and also you can put it down on a tray, like for baking and, and such. And uh, mostly things. At, it, it's a kind of a paper, and uh, it doesn't. Yeah, it just, <laughs> yeah, it's the same word. Um, I, I don't know how much goes through the paper. It, the paper is pretty, pretty much of a barrier. Okay. So I guess my question is, so is parchment paper now the well, same again, thing as Well, again, it depends if what travels through, the way we, we explained before with the eggs, if what, what travels through, it actually spills through, which means the juice... Or I'm the, not talking about spilling. I'm talking oh, about 
Right, but 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 like I'm 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 saying when you put a barrier, what kind of barrier did you put? Something that the 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 water can, if we're talking about something watery, can actually sink through, and you'll have wetness on the other side. Then that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about just flavor. Flavor is a concept that uh, that's a chidush of the Torah. That you have a flavor in going into a pot, flavor that goes into a aluminum foil, flavor that goes into parchment paper. It's a chidush. If you have a real barrier that nothing could travel through, to say that a flavor would go here and then it would go there, that's a chidush. So that chidush is limited. Chazal says, tam kalush. That's it. Not barnat. Is the way we explain. Sometimes it would be a sur, sometimes it would be mutal. If it already has too many barriers, it would be permitted. That's the way it is. Yeah, Wait, how does Ben Yomar connect to my question? Well, we're only dealing with. Well, lechatchila, you can't use if the tray is, let's say, fleshik the way you said. So, you can't use a fleshik um, tray, pot, pan, whatever it is, um, with dairy, even if it's eno ben yomo. But with ben yomo, eno ben yomo would not make whatever you put in there a sur. You put there something by mistake. You put the cookies, let's say, dairy cookies inside without any aluminum foils. You put it straight on the tray. It's eno ben You didn't use it for two weeks, and it's completely clean. So the cookies, after you cook, you realize the cookies are permitted because the flavor inside that tray is pagum. It's no good anymore. It's spoiled. It's not going to make your cookies no good. But on the other hand, the cookies, since you put in there butter in those cookies, they would make the tray now problematic. Because it's a it's a meat tray, and it, something dairy was cooked in it, so it needs to be machshir. Yeah. Chacham says. That is what Chacham holds, that you can take the potatoes and put them into the meat pot in order to eventually take them out and put dairy on them. Most poskim don't hold you can do that Rather, if you cook uh, potatoes in them, you're not, you're not sure what you want to do with them yet. You didn't decide. Afterwards, you take them out. Afterwards, you decide, you know what? I'll put dairy. Although it was a meat pot, I'll put dairy on it. That's fine. Why? That is the concept of nat barnat. Nat barnat, second taste, first taste from the meat to the pot, from the pot to the potato. That's not barnat, it's a second taste. It's permitted afterwards to change your recipe and use it with, um, with dairy. Yeah. So if you have a benyomo pot and then you do the potatoes, which get the nat barnat, can you then use the pot for pasta? Does it still stay benyoma? The, the, or did the, the potatoes take? The pot, the, the pot was never used with dairy. Let's say it was a meat pot. That was ben, a meat pot. Meat then, pot, meat pot, benyomo. You put potatoes in there, and then you take them out, and you put the cheese outside the pot. Right, so, but now I want to make macaroni and cheese. I want to make pasta with cheese. Can I put the pasta from the beginning in that pot, which the potatoes were in? Meaning, does the potatoes Do, clean the pot? No, they don't clean the pot. They don't, it no, it stays meat. Well, it stays meat forever until you no, do a galah on them. You shouldn't use that uh, for for dairy ever. Right. So for parv, it's a question of not bonad that we just spoke with the potatoes. Status, even though you use it for 
No, they don't do it in the pot. They don't. They don't. Okay. Having cooked the potatoes in the pot, does, okay, here's a question. Does cooking those potatoes in the meat pot affect the pot's status at all? No. It, does it extend, the, does it renew the 24-hour meat of that pot? No. Does it has no it's effect? No. Okay, so it's no. Yeah, hold on. When we're talking about a banyomo, it's when you use the pot when it's hot, meaning if I, and then if I put it in the fridge and right. clean it out. Banyomo is from the last time you used it with hot, unless you, you, it, was, it was what we called before kavush, which means you left the milk in the pot for 24 hours, so then it becomes banyomo for that uh, that time that uh, the 24 the, hours end. But the 24 hours of the meat starts when I take it off the flame. Well, when it's not when it's, yet, cold, when it's not, w- yeah, when it goes down from the level of Yatsoledit, because while, once you take it off the flame, it's still, it's still clearly shown. No, no, no. Still, right, still, yes. Uh, once it's cooled down, yes. Cool cool. Yes. And if, uh, if I... If it's in the fridge, so the clock is still the clock is already started ticking. Right, right. Unless you leave it there for twenty four hours, which is, uh, so let's say it's a soup, it's a chicken soup, so it's still been your mouth because of the because of the kavush of the soaking, not because of the cooking only, but also because of the soaking. So you have over here two things. So once once you you took it off, let's let's explain that you took it off the fire. Once it goes down under Yatsoledet, it becomes right now. The, now the start. The, now the clock starts starts ticking. From the time it becomes less than Yatsoledet, but you can renew the clock. You can like press again the, the 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 clock if it stayed in the fridge or not in the fridge, outside the fridge, wherever it is, with with meat, chicken, chicken soup, and it stayed there for twenty four hours. Then it's a new. Uh, Isu, it's like it's cooking second time, cooking second time. So you left it like this for 24 hours. When 24 hours come, you know, the 24 hours pass, that is now a new Benyomo um, pot. And you'll have to again. Since the food is in there. Yes, food is in the pot. Right. But let's say five hours later you empty that. So you start counting the 24 hours from the time it started cooling down. It's not yet so let it anymore. Right, we had a question over there, yeah. Yes. So, once the that potato, whether or not, so that's the part of what we can eat, once the potato with the cheese, and then you put it on your cheese plate, use your cheese utensil, then it's okay. Yes. 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 Again, the not bal which we we need to review not bal because it's it's it comes about in many different ways, but she's right that the. Whatever you you made those uh, those potatoes, whatever it is, um, you're not going to need to wait for them. They don't become actual meat or anything like that. And only uh, only the only question would be: Can you put that potato with dairy afterwards or not? We said again, according to Sfaradim, you can take that potato that was cooking there and put cheese on it and use it that way, and that is fine. I think we covered pretty much today, and it was uh, pretty good. Next time we'll go to step number two that is very, very, not less important. Right now we just learned the concepts. Concepts are very important, but we'll take it also to the next time. 
just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.